you certainly don't walk in the first meeting and rip the bandaid <laughs> off that because that will be your first and last meeting, right? So you have to get at a build a point, you know, build up a level of trust that they will uh, listen. Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. The ugly duckling story challenges you not to judge a book by its cover because there's so much happening underneath and behind the scenes. One might say that the moral of the story could be that in time, what seems to be ugly can indeed become beautiful. But let's get past the good feeling, the, the sense of, oh, this has got to turn out the right way. And let's get to the point where we address truth. When your baby is really ugly, do you, as the parent, even know it? Some don't have the heart, or should I say the courage, to state the obvious. That perhaps your business or maybe your leadership is ugly and it's in a bad place. Well, today, we're joined by an expert in the world of business coaching, and we're going to be diving into his new book, his insights on leadership, and why we should pick up this book entitled, Your Baby is Ugly, 10 Truths Business Owners Need to Hear and How to Overcome Them. When your baby is ugly, we're going to learn that this book teaches you to identify the true problems that can be holding back your business from having true success and what you could do to overcome them. It's practical. There's steps involved, and you're going to get insight into how to become a victorious and indeed a beautiful business and a great leader. It's going to be releasing later this month on January 12th, and let's make sure we get copies into our hands. Joining me today again is a great business coach. He's a certified business and executive coach and trainer for Focal Point. He's also the president and founder of Inspired Business Concepts. This is one of my true friends in this world of coaching John Jennings, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? And it's uh, great to be here, David. Uh, just, you know, we've, I think we got to know each other during the peak of the craziness of the pandemic in 2020. And uh, we've kind of been on this journey together of getting our, our businesses up where we want them to be and, and uh, dealing with our own ugly baby moments, as, as we say. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, I'm excited about this book. It's been kind of a passion project, something I've been working on for a while now. Finally, uh, finally getting the courage and everything else to just get it out there. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Well, John, I'm grateful to have you on. Obviously, we do go back many years, and I've valued you as a trusted advisor, as a great friend. I've been very open with you about my life. You've been very open about your life. We've talked about our businesses, the ebbs and flows. But what I really appreciate is that you've said, look, now I'm going to take what I've given to my clients, to the people I've been helping, and I'm going to put some of these principles into this book. So tell us, John, 
how did the book come about? Why the name that your baby is ugly? Now, obviously, it catches your attention, but tell me about the book and how you came up to write this book. Yeah, well, you know, so I, I'm kind of a storyteller. I love, you know, whether I'm doing public speaking or just training programs or just talking on podcasts and stuff. So, you know, I'm always, always talking and I, I've, I've always kind of used that term, you know, when I, when I, when I gave somebody bad news, you know, I would say, you know, I know I just told you your baby's ugly, but you know, and, and, I, and I've just, it's just a term I've used over the years. And I was on a podcast probably 2020 and I was telling a story, uh, t- telling a story that I tell in the book. And, and I, I'm, I use that phrase and the guy just bust out laughing. He goes, that's a book title. And I said, you know, it probably could be. And so, uh, it, it got me thinking and, 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 you know, started down that path. Yeah. I love that, John. And I want to ask you this about the ugly baby moments and the fact that you would say that to your clients, it shows a level of comfortability it's so much about cutting the tension in the air and let, let's just get to it. Let's just talk about what's really there. So what are some ugly baby moments? If you're running a business, you're running an organization, what would be some ugly bo- baby moments that they should be aware of? Yeah, well, they, they come in different different types, of course. And, and uh, uh, sometimes they come in the middle of the night. You know, sometimes they come in the middle of a meeting. Uh, the, the story I start with, the one that I shared back in 2020. And, and I still laugh the most about it because I had been hired by a client to do strategic planning with them. And, and we were kind of following the EOS kind of model. If you're familiar with that, we were mm-hmm. going through, you know, their processes and their org chart, their, their uh, uh, accountability chart, as they call it, that sort of thing. So we were documenting the processes and I was working with the team to do that. And there was this one function in the business that, that nobody wanted to talk about, you know, everybody was just, you know, like I, don't, don't talk to me about that. And so the, the leader of the company, the, the CEO was passionate about this particular function. It was, it was his baby and he admit he's, he calls it that. And so he said, I, I, I need you to, you know, break it down. So he was going on vacation and I spent a couple of hours with the, the consultant who was running that program. And I figured out one, it couldn't scale, but two, it has what I call an inverted uh, financial model. In other words, every time you add a client, you lose more money. Wow. And so that's, that's never a good thing, right? And so uh, we, we scheduled a meeting for him for Tuesday morning when he got back from vacation. And, you know, we were going to just break this down factually. You know, here's the facts. Here's what's the situation. Here's, here's why the model won't work. And on Monday afternoon, he was having a leadership team meeting and he turned to me and goes, well, what have you found out about you know, what's your thoughts on this process? And I said, well, let's, you know, let, we got a meeting scheduled tomorrow morning. Let, let's just talk about it then. And and he, he turned and looked at the consultant and the consultant just vomited all of it up on the table. I mean, he just like, it's broken. It'll never make money. We're losing. You know, it was, it was just one of those moments. And I would, I would say I wanted to kick him under the table, like shut <laughs> up, you know, um, and you could just see, I mean, I, I was actually talking to this client the other day and we were laughing about that. I said, yeah, your face was so red. You were so angry at that moment because we well, just told you your baby was ugly and yeah. you were not happy about it. And so, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to keep them as a client. Fortunately, they're still a client to this day. It's been, that's been you know, years ago, but 
that was the start of kind of ripping the bandaid off and saying, you know what, this, this has to be addressed. We can't just keep going like this. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve the public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. I appreciate that, John, because it's true. Even with people that have driven personalities and I can't imagine a business owner not having some sense of ego this sense of a drive to want to get great things done and sometimes in that it could appear to those under his leadership or her leadership that we can't approach them with sensitive topics but right. your book says we've got to address the uncomfortable truths yeah. we've got to put this out there and that's a, pers- a perspective that I believe that many leaders need to have do you have people around you that can tell you what you need to hear? So here's a question I have for you then, John. If you work with so many high-driven performers, 
how do you get them to embrace the bandit being ripped off? How do you get them to say, you've got to become comfortable with being uncomfortable with things that are being addressed with you? Well, you, you certainly don't walk in the first meeting and rip the bandaid <laughs> off that, that, cause that will be your first and last meeting. Right. So you have to get at a, build a point, you know, build up a level of trust that they will uh, listen and openly participate. Yeah. And, and some are more open than others. Some, mm. some never really get there. And that's, Part of the challenges I, I had a, a client years ago that just would not listen to anything. And, and, and as a coach, you know, and you know that we've talked about, you know, a coach doesn't come in and tell you everything to do. The coach's role is to help you discover and figure things out. And a lot of my clients want me to tell them what to do. And I, I refuse to, you know, and then that, sometimes that frustrates them, but, but we'll work together and, and I'll lead them, you know, down a path sometimes, but, um, you know, you're, I'm sure familiar with cognitive biases. You know, one of the, one of the worst ones is confirmation bias. And I see it mm -hmm. in, in founders and owners all the time, you know, that, you know, listening to hear what they want to hear, you know, uh, and, and they, they just, they will hear what they want to hear and act on that. And then they it frustrates their team. And so, you know, one of the things I talk about in the book is the importance of, if you really want to make sure you're not doing this, the importance of, of playing back what you just heard, you know, when you're in a meeting and you're having some confrontation at the end of the meeting, go, okay, this is what you, this is what I heard. And this is what I'm acting on. And hopefully your staff or the people around you will go, no, 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 that's not what we said. Here's, here's what we said, because I, I see it all the time where, you know, someone will say blue, another person will say green at the end, they'll go, okay, blue it is. And and I've been guilty of it myself. And that's one reason, you know, this I, and I share in the book. I, I I've I've been called on it myself, and I still sometimes have that same. It, it's a human nature. It's just one of those things we all struggle with. John, it sounds like you've had experience not just in running businesses, but let's say being married. <laughs> My wife gets there. mentioned a couple of times. Yeah, you know, she calls it selective listening. I call it confirmation <laughs> bias. Or listen to the audience out there. John is an elder of the church. He has a wonderful wife. Debbie is amazing. And and we joke at this because we've both been married for quite some time, grown children, and our wives still remind us that sometimes you've got to do a better job of listening. And I love how you said that because there is that challenge for a lot of great leaders. They're driven because they have this vision in their mind of how they're going to get there, how they're going to accomplish a goal. And if it doesn't sound like it's going to fit that, it doesn't sound like it's going to align with that, then you know I'm not going to really hear that. But part of the openness we have to have as leaders is to say, maybe there might be a more efficient, more effective way, or maybe we might get more out of this if we pull in the people so they feel like they're part of the team and they're valued. John, are there any other challenges or uh, biases or mindset issues that you found working with leaders that maybe you've addressed in the book? Because some of it to me isn't just about getting them to see that, yeah, mm, this might be an, an uncomfortable moment. But there might be ways to say, look, if you want to get more productive, more efficient, more profitable, these are some things you might have to implement. Are there any other moments you might want to share for our audience right now? Yeah, I, I talk about culture and, and one of the most toxic things I see in some organizations is unhealthy competition. You know, most entrepreneurs and business owners are naturally competitive people. They're that high D on the disc, you know, they're the uh, you know, they're, they're the driver, they're the, they're the uh, type A personality, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we, we know what, what they're like. And so they naturally assume everybody's that way. 
and they, yeah. they naturally assume everybody is profit driven and most of us are to some degree. Right. But, but that's not the only thing, you know, uh, there's, there's other things that motivate us. And so uh, I've, I've been in organizations where the owner was so much driven that way. In fact, yeah. I, I tell a story of, of one of the, uh, this was a, 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 an employment situation, not a coaching situation. I was, I was employed by uh, a very high D we, we went and we, we were at a sales uh, training conference and uh, they did the disc assessment on us and he got a 95 out of a hundred on D and his, his immediate response was, I win, you know, <laughs> you know, and we're like, it's, it's not that type of score, you know, <laughs> but that's exactly the way he, he took it. Right. And so he would always drive towards the most, um, the most competitive type model for his salespeople, for his operations people, everything. And, you know, some people aren't driven that way. Some people, you know, in that particular organization, I had three very successful salespeople who were all completely different. Mm. One wanted independence. He wanted to be able to be creative and come up with just, you know, crazy innovative ideas for his clients. He loved to do that. Another one was more of a, a farmer. You know, he just, he, he wanted to just build a relationship and keep the money, you know, flow, just a consistency. Wasn't looking for the big home run, just, just wanted singles and doubles all day long. He was happy with that, you know? And so you motivate those two people very, very different. And so we had, we had to develop a, a, a compensation model and a, and, and a model that would just, that would let them each be successful in their own way. Mm. Mm. And that is awesome. It wasn't, it wasn't all about the finances. It was part of it, but it was just a component of it. If you, if you're listening and you like this program and you enjoy the guests that we bring on, make sure you're downloading and subscribe to this program so we can continue to bring on great resources like John onto the show. John mentioned something about the DISC, what we call personal assessment tool. We talk about personal behavioral models, how to understand the people you're leading, the people you're you're trying to inspire and raise up in your organization. And DISC is an incredible tool. Uh, John is a certified DISC trainer. So if you have needs in your organization, make sure you bring them in and talk about how you can improve teamwork, communication, productivity. That's what he does. John, I want to jump back into something here about what you're talking about in your book and what you may address in the idea of giving feedback and listening and building a healthy culture. Are there any other insights into the book that you're open to sharing with our listening audience right now? Because they might be listening to the program and say, look, I know I've got a leader like that. Maybe I'm the leader like that in my organization. But any other thoughts or insights you want to provide into what they can expect from your book? Well, the, the book is just, you know, I, it follows a pretty um, typical template in in each chapter. I tell a story or two. They're all They're all real. I usually change enough of the facts to make it uh, not obvious who they are, uh, you know, to protect the innocent or guilty, I guess. But, but, you know, we tell a story and then uh, I come up with an application to that, whether that's around uh, how to use proper ways to motivate people instead of an unhealthy you know, uh, competitive environment or how to improve on our uh, cognitive biases and how to better manage your time. You know, one of the you know, things that, that most business owners do is they, they spend, they, they don't spend their time where they should, you know, we yeah. always use the phrase like working in the business instead of on it, that sort of thing. Um, you know, most of them 
started a business, got successful because they were really good at doing whatever the business is. And so then learning how to, to adjust to a leadership role where you're not the one doing all the work, you have to lead people to do that work. And so then that becomes, how do I delegate? And delegate, again, comes into communication because do I, do I just tell people go do stuff? Do I, do I toss it over the wall at them? Or do I actually come up with a plan of how we're going to delegate this, uh, this work to them? And communication is a big piece of that. It, it, you have to be willing to, to uh, let them do things differently. I talk about delegating for good enough because usually one of the biggest pushbacks I get with my, my clients on delegating is, well, they can't do it good enough. They can't do it as well as I can. And my response usually is, so what? You know, <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're a master plumber and you've got a a plumber that can do the job just as well, but maybe they they're maybe 20 percent slower, you're still getting work done by someone else, yeah. even if they're 20 percent slower. Right. Uh, so it that's a, that's just a one of those things that most most entrepreneurs, most business owners struggle with. So, uh, yeah, the book is just filled with stories like that. Uh, we talk about valuation of your company, uh, how to how to build value. And I have one kind of fun chapter where I just basically make fun of all the bad bosses I've had over the years. <laughs> and it's it's kind of the the bad boss chapter, you know, which I, I've got a top 10 list. I challenge anybody to beat. Let me tell you why I love that, John. This is hilarious. You say a chapter just on bad bosses because we might be reading that book and thinking that's me. <laughs> not that I'm that specific boss, but we could be reading going, oh my gosh, that's me. That's how I've treated people. That's how I've approached the business. And the great thing about it, as we look into this new year, 2024, we want to add value to our businesses. We want to add to our book list. We want to add to our library resources. This is going to be one of those books. And it feels like it's filled not only with great stories, insight, practical steps, but it's also very lighthearted as well, because for so many of us, we need to be able to have that ability to say, you know what, I'm going to poke fun at myself because I know this could be better. I know this could be great. And the thing that I love about it is you have a way as a coach of guiding these mm -hmm. owners because that's what, in essence, a coach is. We're guiding. We're helping to discover. We're helping them to uncover. And if you could get them to understand that, then they, by very nature of being driven, by very nature of wanting to see better uh, better improvement in their organization, they're going to go after the areas that you point out in the book. They're going to go after the areas uh, that you say, hey, here's the, here's what you need to implement in your, in your strategies. John, I got to throw this out to you. Let me say congratulations, not just on the book, but recently you were recognized as one of the top 15 coaches in Louisville in 2023. Given your coaching experience, Tell me, what does that feel like to receive that type of recognition? Louisville is an incredible city, a hub. People keep saying, should we have basketball, professional basketball team? Here? Should we have uh, a baseball league brought here? But Louisville in itself, we're talking about horse, thoroughbred country. What's it like to be recognized as one of the bourbon. top 15 coaches? Don't, don't forget bourbon. bourbon. Don't let me forget bourbon. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Louisville's a great, uh, great city. It's, you know, we all realize we are. We are in in the top ten, top twenty cities as far as population. People don't realize how uh, how we are a growing area. Uh, yeah, and that's actually the second time I've been selected on that list. Back in twenty twenty, I was as well. They do it about every three years, so that that was an awesome recognition. 
um, that that I'm I'm part of that uh, part of that crew of of top level coaches in the area. Uh, so it's it is uh, it's very rewarding. I also uh, in 2022, you know, I'm, I'm part of Focal Point, which is um, was founded by Brian Tracy from here. Brian Tracy, uh, it, it's a coaching organization that came out of his uh, books and teaching, and we have you know, a couple hundred coaches around the world. And in 2022, I was, I was selected as their uh, top coach in the, in the, in the, in the world from the standpoint of uh, it's the Cam Frazier award of, for coaching excellence. And that, uh, that humbled me beyond belief, you know, to uh, it was at our annual banquet and I literally, I was a blubbering mess on stage. <laughs> you know, it's, it's my one Oscar type moment, you know, you go to receive the trophy and and I, I was just, you know, I, I, I was moved beyond, beyond means, but, you know, coaching is, um, you know, it, it's, it's a passion of mine. I, I, I went into it because I, I truly wanted just to help people. You know, I've had a good career. I've, I've, you know, I'm not independently wealthy and, and able to, you know, jet off to uh, Aruba for, you know, for the rest of my life, I, I, I still need to work and make a living. Uh, and, but to be able to make a living helping people, uh, much like you do as well, it's, man, it's just, it's awesome. You know, it's just a an incredible thing to be able to do. And, um, you know, I love what I do. I love getting to make a living doing this and to get recognized every now and then, man, you know, that's, that just, that's icing on the cake, you know? So, uh, I, love that, I appreciate you, know. you pointing that out. Uh, that was, uh, that was, a, it was a surprise and a blessing and, and, uh, something we, uh, yeah, we ever once in a while we need that pat on the back, and that's a good another lesson, right? That's part of coaching too, or that's part of leadership. Is uh, we we don't need we need to make sure that we don't forget those moments to yeah. pat our team on the back because that's yes. not natural for a lot of leaders as well. That's Especially such a good point. Who are just you know they're just doing what they always do, and uh, why why should I why should I say thanks for doing what they're supposed to do? Well, because you need to. You know, it's just, it's just that simple. And I'll say this, not just as a coach and as an entrepreneur myself, John, but just as a parent, you know, I, my kids are grown, they're, they've done their thing, they're doing their thing in life. And, and every once in a while, and I get that phone call, Hey dad, I appreciate you doing that. Or, Hey dad, thank you for doing that. Oh, wow. I, I didn't become a parent for, for that, but <laughs> it feels good to know you're doing something that they recognize yeah. and maybe they don't appreciate it right away, but they might appreciate it later. But John, kudos to you. It, it shows the hard work you put in. It shows the dedication you have to helping your clients achieve their peak performance to be the best that they could be, not only for their organization and their families, but for the people that they serve, for the people that they lead. And I love that you've been able to do that. That's incredible. Uh, I want to ask you something here, John, about the world of speaking and for many of us that are looking at leadership and why I got into this space is because there's so many great leaders out there. They have a story. They have a voice. But at the same time, so many of them are challenged when they get on stage. So many of them are challenged mm -hmm. when they have to speak before people and they lose their thoughts. They fumble over their words. They, they, they become blank and they become scared. And that old saying of they rather be in the castle than deliver the eulogy becomes so apparent. What is right. it about speaking that you enjoy? Why is it that you love getting on stages? And you've been on many stages and different platforms, but what is it about speaking that you enjoy? Well, you know, I speak about things I'm passionate about for one thing. So I, I'm, I probably couldn't be one of those, like a preacher or something that speaks every week because I being able to come up with something different all the time. But, but there's a few things, you know, in different 
you know, different segments of my life, different things I've been passionate about. And I love to talk about those things. Right. Uh, so I, I didn't even know I could speak until probably 20 something years ago. Literally, it was one of those things where I was, I was the shy kid. I was always the shy kid in high school. I was a shy kid through college. And um, I was asked to speak uh, at church, you know, and I got up and scared to death, but I did it, but I got all this, you know, great feedback. And so over time, you know, I ended up joining Toastmasters and that helped hone my, you know, my speaking skills, you know, helping reduce the ums and ahs, can't, <laughs> can't reduce them all, but getting better at, you know, extemporaneous speaking and things like that. And I've spoken, I think the largest group I've spoken in front of was a, a conference of like eight or 9,000 people. Uh, that was crazy. You know, you're, you can't see them, fortunately, because you're on a stage yeah. with all these bright lights and you can only see two or three rows anyway. But that was, that was kind of weird to think, man, I'm, I'm speaking in front of nearly 10,000 people. That's, that's un unbelievable. Uh, but I, I usually speak in front of the smaller groups and I, and I love, I love speaking, uh, right now I'm, I'm doing things like, uh, about building trust in your culture. I, I'm doing a lot of speaking on, uh, leading multi-generational teams, certainly communications and, and leadership topics, uh, are, are some of the things that are just, you know, really top of mind for me right now. And uh, I love getting on on stage and sharing those those stories. And, you know, how I developed it was practice and yeah. Toastmasters. I mean, literally, if you're wanting to become a speaker, I'd say find a Toastmasters chapter and and get get kind of the the technical aspects of speaking, you know, behind you and then work towards the you know, finding your passion and finding your story. If I can kind of recapture the point of your your story here is you've got to look for moments to get up there on stage to keep speaking. You got to look for moments to refine your speaking. You got to look for tools and resources to help you with that. And whether that is a Toastmasters or you work through our system here at DSB Leadership Group, as you know, John, public yes. speaking coach myself, right? And <laughs> and I do believe that for many of my clients, and, and a lot of them have come from Toastmasters that have come to me and I've worked with. And what I will say is this, regardless of what the system is, regardless of the tool that you decide to go after, if you're committed to improving yourself personally and professionally in this world of speaking, the Warren Buffett himself, great Warren Buffett himself said, is the mm -hmm. most important skill for a leader. You can yeah. increase your value by 50%. And just like John, when he took to the stage and said, I'm gonna keep going after this, I'm keep growing in this. And he discovered that there was something that was lit and it's called passion. And he was able to speak about that passion, those areas that really get him excited. Start with those things. Start with where you're the subject matter expert. Start with the things that you know I'm the most passionate about. And maybe it has nothing to do directly with your business, but it could inspire others if you learn to go after sharing those stories because we want to connect. And so, John, I love that you've done that, and I appreciate you bringing that up. So with that in mind, John, where will you be next in terms of promoting your book? Are you going to be doing any webinars? Are there any other speaking engagements, platforms? Where are you going to be at next in terms of promoting your book? We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. 
Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. They all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step-by-step step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Anyway, as far as promoting the book, I'm, I'm going to be doing a monthly mastermind, free mastermind uh, event where I'm bringing clients in to kind of talk about you know some of these stories, right? So uh, the first one will be the January 12th, and I'm bringing one of my clients, uh, Bill Reynolds, on. Bill's the owner of a uh, digital marketing company, and you know Bill's Bill's like me. He we, we talk about. Uh, how important our personal integrity, our, our our personal brand is really what we're selling, right? And so he, he'll tell a story about, you know, one time where they messed up and it cost him, you know, several thousand dollars, but it was it was that important to him to protect his integrity, his personal brand that he, that he did it. And how, you know, we, our, our personal brand is some, sometimes it's all we have as a speaker, yeah. as a coach, in uh, so many of the types of clients I work with, I, I don't work that much with like retail and manufacturing where you've got like a physical product. And most of my clients are uh, are selling a service and ultimately that service is backed by their personal brand. And so we're we're doing a mastermind where, where I'm going to bring a different client in. I, I've got a couple lined up that are I think going to be really interesting uh, for folks to to meet and hear their story. Uh, and then we're going to just kind of mastermind it around, you know, go around the group, have have folks, uh, you know, talk about uh, some of their challenges along those uh, about that topic. Um, if we have a big crowd, we might do some breakout uh, rooms. Uh, we're going to give away some books and stuff like that, too. So uh, so it's on Eventbrite. Uh, if you search my name under Eventbrite, you ought to be able to find it or, fi- or 
look me up on LinkedIn, John K. Jennings. Uh, sometimes the K helps uh, find me versus somebody else. But uh, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on certainly on uh, that. These these will be on Eventbrite from that standpoint. That's awesome. And I would definitely encourage everyone to take advantage of that. I've been a part of John's series before and I've gained a lot. And I know the owner that he's bringing on. So I, I think that's fascinating. John, it, it's definitely been a pleasure having you on. Any other thoughts or final advice you want to give to our audience without giving away the book itself? Because we want them to pick up the book. That's the point. Yeah. And bring you in because maybe this could be an opportunity for the ownership group to say, look, this is going just beyond me. Maybe my entire C-suite needs this. Let's bring yeah. John in, teach workshops on this. But it's been a pleasure to have you on. But any other thoughts you want to leave for our audience? No, I mean, I, I, we've hit on several things. We could, we could we could go through all 10 topics if we wanted to. I have 10, 10 topics in there. Uh, you know, uh, I would say the end with what I I get the opportunity probably once or twice a week uh, because I'm uh, part of a network of, of people that uh, get uh, get these requests to talk to people who are thinking about launching their business. And nice. so I, I spend about a half an hour to probably twice a week on average talking to someone that's thinking about launching a business. And the thing I tell them all the time is you got to have passion and there is no easy button, you know, and, and <laughs> it's, it's just, it, it takes work. And if you're not ready for it, don't do it. Stay an employee. We still need employees out there. Don't don't then become miserable and and bring your family down. And everything else. Be sold out for this. And if you if you are if you're passionate about it, if you recognize it's not going to be easy, you know you can be successful at almost anything. I'm amazed because I get to meet business owners every week. I'm amazed at all the types of businesses that are out there. Just met a young man last week uh, that on my interview series. 25 years old, launched his business at the age of 15. He's got he's got an international business. He's got 35 employees. <laughs> and I, I was blown away by him. And he's just That's right amazing. across town. I'd never heard, I'd never heard his name before. I'm like, we're we're gonna get to know each other. You know, I can't I love meeting people like this. There's so many opportunities out there. Also, if you get the book, there's a, a nice little, there's, here's the book, prove that it really exists. There's a nice little barcode at the end of every uh, chapter, and you can scan that. And there's some additional content I have, some additional offers, little video content for each chapter. Uh, and, and I make some offers some, for some of the programs and things I have too. So uh, that's that's out there as well. So I uh, hope, hope you'll enjoy the book. And I love hearing from people. I hope uh, this leads to some new connections on, on LinkedIn or Facebook or, or any whatever platform people are on. Definitely, John. I know that it will. We may not want to be told that our baby is ugly, but it might be needed. We've got to have a determination, a mindset that's open to growing to the point where we're proud to show the pictures of our baby, of our business. John, I want to thank you for coming on to our program sharing about your book today if you're listening go to amazon right now pick up the book your baby is ugly 10 truths business owners need to hear and how to overcome them you could also find john on linkedin and you could go to his website inspiredbusinessconcepts.com john thank you for coming on sharing your thoughts with us we're so grateful to have you come back again and let us know how the book is doing absolutely david it's great uh, great catching up with you Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. 
Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.